Welcome to Man to Man Podcast. Before we begin our episode, we gotta shout out Anchor for making this podcast even possible. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free, easy to use for recording and uploading your episodes, and the best part, they distribute the podcast for you so you can be heard on places like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It also allows you to make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alrighty guys, welcome back, welcome back. This is episode two of Man to Man Podcast. Again, this is your co-host Andy Elliott. Alongside your co-host Liam Nash. Alright Liam, due to copyright reasons. Was that supposed to be an NBA theme song or what? Yeah, it's something like that. Alright, so now the NBA is finally upon us. This is something that we've been waiting on for a long, long time now. With all the crazy changes like we were talking about in episode one, we're going to get right into it. So after NBA week one, four teams remain undefeated. We got the Philadelphia 76ers, the San Antonio Spurs, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Denver Nuggets. And there's four teams that are still away in the first W. New Orleans Pelicans, Zion's hurt right now. Sacramento Kings, Indiana Pacers, and the Golden State Warriors. Let's just go into the tough losses here, Liam. Let's talk about the Warriors not getting their first dub in the first week, 0-2, losing their first two games by a total of 47 points combined. Yeah, it's tough being a Warriors fan this year, starting off the season like that. 47 points is a lot of points to lose your first two games by. I know they don't have Klay Thompson, but that shouldn't be an excuse for them. Yeah, you know, they're in a new arena, right? And I don't know if they're just getting their jitters out of the way, especially with the new guys coming in. It's hard to just consolidate almost a totally new group of guys in the starting lineup. Let's talk about the Clippers and the Lakers. So the Clippers ended up 2-1, and and their only loss was to the Phoenix Suns. The Lakers ended up 2-1 as well, but the Lakers lost to the Clippers in opening night. Right. The Suns came out and put it to the Clippers, and the Lakers obviously just lost to the Clippers opening night, which we'll talk about here shortly. But those two teams, I mean, the tough two losses there are are killer. Kind of don't want to start your season off too much of on a losing streak there, but only one game's not going to kill their season. DeAndre Hayden isn't playing right now because he had the whole drug problem. I think he suspended a couple games, but you still got Rubio and you still got Booker over there. So I guess we'll see what happens. I think that the Phoenix Suns are very overlooked just because they are in the West. I mean, beating the Clippers and the Clippers are balling already. We'll see what happens. What about the Rockets going 1-1, one and one, losing their first game against the Bucks with Giannis as the reigning MVP, and Harden and Westbrook are already arguing. Yeah, the Bucks, they look good, so I don't find that a hard loss for the Rockets. That was the question mark. Harden and Westbrook got to find out their chemistry heading into this season. So, it, I mean, it's going to be a difficult road for all the teams starting off, but from game one and two, they're already arguing. I don't know if they can turn it around. I mean, they're good friends, so I bet they will, but throw some question marks out there for everybody, right? Yeah. yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the Clippers and the Lakers game. I mean, without Paul George, by the way, Paul George is out. He got hurt last year around, what, February, February, March. Right shoulder injury. So he's out for, what, 10-plus games. Yeah, it could be longer. It's just Leonard 
Yeah, it could be longer. But that's the scary thing, though, right? Clippers dominance against the Lakers. Leonard with 30. You know, Lou Williams still coming off the bench. Lou's not even starting. Got Shamit over there, his second year in, in the league, starting over Lou. And then Montrez Harrell adding some dog down low in the paint with 17 points, 7 rebounds. Right. And the first game of the, of the opening night for those two, competing for uh, some uh, confused fans out there that don't know what team to uh, cheer for, either the Lakers or the Clippers. But Danny Green, man, hats off to that. Danny Green did light it up. Hats off to that guy stepping right in. I'm not taking any uh, break there from last year to this year. Big 28 points, knocking down seven threes. AD, another strong opening performance from him, 25 and 9. And like I mentioned in the last episode, LeBron had the uh, triple-double numbers, only 18 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists. Kind of where I predicted him his season to be at. But all in all, it's going to be exciting, and it was a great way to start off this season. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's so cool to see these two teams. Obviously, they share the same arena. So, like, when they play each other, you know, it was like the Clippers' home game, right? But we were saying how it was more Lakers fan, it seemed like, there. So, like you said, it's just going to be a crazy season. All right, so let's talk about the pace of the season already. Everything is going by insanely quick, especially talking about possessions. So, after week one of last year, we saw the league's average at 105 possessions per 48 minutes for each team. And that was actually the first time the league surpassed 100 possessions per 48-minute game in almost 30 years. And so that number this year has actually increased again with an average of 106 possessions per 48 minutes. Are we in the fastest season that we've seen in decades? What is the pace telling us right now? Or, I mean, is this just going to drop after opening week? No, I think this is kind of where this league is headed towards. The NBA kind of learned that the more possessions you have, the more points you can put up and more shot attempts and the ability to score points. I would say one of the contributing factors to that, what I've seen is the big. The big's kind of expanding their game to the three-point line, taking those three-pointers. Obviously, when you miss the three-pointers, you get the long rebounds, and the other team is pushing it up the floor. But yeah, I think it's definitely going to stay at this pace for sure. Yeah, and let's just add on to that. Let's talk about the Warriors. The Warriors have had the fastest pace. It's almost seemed like in the past couple of years. But let's just talk about them and their opening games. The first two games, they lost, right? I mean, the Warriors gave up a double-digit lead in the first six minutes in both of those games. And first three games, the Warriors have had the worst defensive rating in the league. And they're giving up 122 points per 100 possession. You got Draymond out there. It doesn't seem like he's really doing all what Draymond does, being a first-team all-defense. You know, the Warriors have set the record for worst point differential through two games by a team to reach the NBA Finals the year prior. Right. They're kind of stuck in the mud right now. I don't know if they're still trying to work out not playing with Clay and KD or what, but they've kind of had that slow start that nobody really uh, could see coming a little bit. But knowing the Warriors, they always have had those games before where, you know, they kind of just take off. But these have been two, three games in a row now that they've just kind of slacked a little bit as a whole. It almost seems like how good or poorly their defense plays is if they're making shots on the other end right 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 100 percent. so it is crazy to see i mean let's just add on to that a little bit more there's no more super teams in the nba right the last super team everyone says like super team super team like it's just like the top three dogs on a team i I didn't even think the warriors had a super team right like like clay thompson curry kd i'm thinking last super team liam hear me out hear me out let me hear this rajon rondo paul pierce and who are you thinking 
Kevin Garnett? Brian Scalabrini, bro. Oh, my gosh. White that's... Mamba, bro. So, but, oh, I mean, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> RIP to, to White Mamba. Uh, no, nah, I'm just kidding, though. So there's no more big three anymore, right? So let's just talk about that, and let's use Kyrie for an example. Kyrie in his first game had 50 points, right? That's his third 50-burger in his career. Went 17 to 33. So he shot a lot. Is that what we're going to be seeing now from teams like this? Harden Westbrook, are these guys going to be just shooting a lot more rather than, hey, we're not going to be the, like the Warriors because we, we don't have to share our shots anymore? In terms of super teams, I think there's not any super teams, but there are still stacked teams with multiple superstars on that team. But yeah, there's no big three anymore. And as we could see, maybe you don't need it. I mean, Kyrie just hit that 50 piece, like you said, coming out of the gates. But yeah, I think in terms of super teams, there's not a heavy emphasis on having three big players on your teams anymore. Just let's get two players and build a bench that can produce and not waste money on that third big all-star or whatnot. So there's one guy that I just want to point out that I don't think needs, I don't even know if you can call them a team yet like just yet but like how about trey young bro like it looks like trey young's lighting it up right now i mean what trey young last year was very underwhelming in the summer league managed a 37 percent success rate of shots taken from the field in his first 25 nba games but like this year trey young hella turned things around in week one with a whopping 38 and 39 points in his first two games you know he's shooting almost 60 percent from the field right that's that's a guy that's lighting it up just by himself. I mean, if this was last year and he started off the season like this and continued it all the way through the, the whole season, we'd be talking about the rookie of the year for sure, right? Second year now, kind of got his feet under him, kind of knows the role he's going to play for the Hawks. But I will say my hot take for this week. You got a hot take already? Yeah, I got a hot take on this one right, right. here for sure. Okay. I think Trey Young, if he keeps developing... He's going to be the next Curry. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. <laughs> the next Curry, though. he The games are similar. He can pull up from 30 feet, knock him down. Very small, quick, agile. Can get to the rim if he needs to. But, yeah, games are similar. He's the new Curry in two or three years for sure. Huh. I can see that. I can see that. I mean, yeah, he's pulling up from thirty. I'm, I'll give you that one. I won't. I won't. Even though we don't, we don't know how to do a mute button yet. I'm not gonna mute you on that one. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. So, uh, yeah, I'll agree with you on that. Let's go with some early surprises. Is is there somebody, maybe the number one draft pick from 2017, that surprised you a little bit? Not so much a surprise, just a good feeling for him. Markel Fultz gets just a new beginning, honestly, down there in Orlando. Gets to kind of get his feet under him as well and just kind of take over a team. And obviously the Magic aren't the uh, NBA reigning champions and they don't make playoffs. Nobody's talking about them making a deep playoff run this year. But for him, as Fultz as a player, taking over that team and getting minutes and kind of making a new name for himself is definitely not a surprise, but just a good feeling for him. His opening game, he had 12 points and 5 assists, 2 rebounds. He only played 25 minutes. I mean, if he played 35 minutes, you might be talking about a triple-double there. The only criticism I have is don't shoot the ball, bro. Just don't do it. Unless he's in the paint area, right? Yeah, I think he might need to buy some more elbow grease off Amazon. I mean, the Magic already won a game. The Magic are better than who right now? 
Those Pacers, man. I know. Pacers, that's it. That's the tweet. The effing Pacers. They just got to catch their foot in a little bit. Like we were talking about in the previous episode, all these guys are new. We got one starter from last season, Miles Turner. And then, you know, we're trying to add some bonus in there, you know, especially after signing his extension. Let's try to get him some more PT. But I mean, just these new guys and the chemistry. And that's what I was asking you. Like, how soon can we develop this chemistry? So I guess we'll see what happens. You know, like you're saying, it's still such an early season. But of course, like we always get excited and anticipate about this team. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about the rookies, man. I mean, Zion's hurt. Zion's out for six to eight weeks. There's some guys stepping up for the rookie of the year right now. No, no bigger than uh, Kendrick Nunn down in uh, Miami, dude. A little bit of background on him, if you don't know. Started his college career at the U of I, University of Illinois. Played there for three years. Sat out a year after. But he, he was out. What, what did he do, bro? <laughs> I wasn't going to. I don't want to just blast him on the on the podcast. No, we got to blast him. We got to blast him. All right. Well, my man got dismissed by the team after getting um, pleading guilty on a, a battery charge. Catching cases will get you kicked off teams, that's for sure. But yeah, he sat out a year after he decided to transfer after they released him. Joined Oakland, got player of the year for the Horizon League, second in scoring behind Trey Young. Everybody looked over him because he made one bad mistake in his life. So yeah, last year, played for the Warriors G League affiliate. This guy can hoop, dude. Especially an undrafted guy. Also played overseas, what, before he played in the G League for the Warriors. He's a huge sleeper. He's not technically a rookie, but I mean, if Ben Simmons wasn't technically a rookie last year and still won it, you know what I'm saying? So like this guy's coming in, you know, Jimmy Butler's out. So he's taking a lot of the spotlight right now. He's scoring 22 points per game with three assists and three rebounds. So he's, you know, I respect that. He's coming in. He's trying to get his points up there, you know, shooting 52% from the field and then 42% behind the arc. So it'll be interesting to see how Zion matches up when he gets healthy and back in the game. There's one more guy that, that we're talking about here, right? Besides Kendrick Nunn? Yeah, P.J. Washington. Yep. Um, everybody knows him from Kentucky from last year. Right when he got signed to the team, GM said, hey, do you want to spend some time in the in the G League? And he said, I'm guessing if it was me, he looked at him with a little smirk and said, <laughs> nah, coach, nah, that ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> because in his opening game, what do he do? He go, goes out and scores 27 points. Hits seven three-pointers. And then probably looked over to the GM after the game and said, you know what, you got me messed up thinking I was going to play in the G League because I'm ready for the NBA. Yeah, I'm ready for the NBA. But yeah, right now I think it's Kendrick Nunn and P.J. Washington 1-2. and two. I don't know who's first right now, but 1-2 and two in the work of the year race for sure. Been a crazy first week. A lot of basketball to be watched. Excited for the rest of the season coming up. And I think that's a wrap on episode two, guys. Again, thanks for listening. Stay tuned for our episode next week where we will be talking about week two. We'll be posting our episodes weekly. So catch us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you want to follow us daily, we are on social media. Our Instagram is at Pod. That's M-A-N-T-O-M-A-N Podcast. We are also on Twitter at Man to Man Pod. Again, we'll catch you next week. Thanks.